Welcome to the Obesity Medicine Podcast with your host, Dr. Matea Rentia, board certified in internal medicine and obesity medicine. Here, we talk about a path to metabolic health, and we have real conversations about chronic weight management and living a full life. Just a reminder, I am a physician, but I'm not your physician. So everything that's on this podcast is for informational purposes, but please go talk to your doctor about what's right for you. There is no medical advice being given on this podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today I have something a little bit different for you. So I have not ever formally spoken on the podcast about why I do weight loss coaching along with the medical aspect that I take with my patients, or if I'm just working in a coaching client capacity, meaning I want to define that for some of you. I have a lot of coaching clients that They are in different states, so they can't physically work with me as a doctor. They already have an obesity medicine doctor, but they want that kind of additional support coaching aspect. So I'm not giving medical advice to them, but there are lots of non-medical things that we can work through. I want to talk today about why I think that this role is so important. And this is really relevant to part of my mastermind coming up here. And I very specifically put this at a time in the podcast lineup when it would be relevant to the coaching coming into my program coming up here. The reason that I opened specifically a coaching track, so it's really this small group coaching action accountability track, it's because there's something very unique that you get from coaching that you don't get from general medical advice or just passively listening to things. And so today I'm going to go over three things that I tend to really see happens when I run a group and and kind of what I see, and it's very different than the one-on-one coaching capacity or you in a medical visit. It's just a different quality to it. I will always say myself, I am someone that for years has participated in group weight loss coaching programs. And although that is sort of the name and the, the focus that they're given, of course it's about coaching about life in general. I mean, you, you typically have a certain need that brings you into a group, but ultimately all the friendships that I've made and everything that's come from that, it's in no way focused on weight at the end of the day, right? (laughs) So I want to talk today about three things that I want you to consider if maybe these are areas that you need help on or things that you've not considered before, or maybe you have experienced these in the past and you want to be part of this type of community again. What can group coaching do for you? Or kind of why do we need coaching to go with the medications? So something that I very commonly hear from people, uh, someone actually left a comment on social weeks ago and I forgot to respond. So here I am responding. Someone said, well, if I'm on the medication, why would I ever need help with uh, therapy, with coaching, with anything else? And I that's very clear for me that this person is not on a medication <laughs> because Even when people go on a medication, it does not fix everything, right? It's a massive tool. It's helpful in so many ways. It's definitely life-changing, but everything does not simply go away. So one of the things I want to bring up, for example, I will have a lot of patients that either get on the medication or not losing weight as expected. So there's that drama that, well, I thought I was going to get on this and I'm now either not responding or I'm a hypo responder, meaning it's I'm underperforming what I would have thought. Or they're losing weight at a very rapid pace and their body image isn't catching up to where they're at. 
Or now they start to have to navigate the world differently. So they have no desire to want to eat food. Yet you're going to a family event or you're going to an all-inclusive cruise. And suddenly there's this grief that's associated that this food is not going to serve that role anymore. Or how do I tell this family member no when I've in no way wanted? And maybe they're saying comments because now they feel left behind or the dynamics of the relationship have changed. So it gets very complicated very quickly. And the reality is our brain is always trying to find a problem. It's always trying to navigate things. It's always trying to keep us safe. So all this is very normal. But when we sort of want to keep evolving as humans, it's interesting. I was hearing a talk the other day and this developmental person was sort of redefining what these different areas are. So, and one of them, they were saying kind of as we get older, that a lot of people want this, this growth and to sort of achieve the next level in things. I'm saying in a very dumbed down version. (laughs) But this is what I tend to see is that when patients want to keep making progress, patients or coaching clients, that they will ultimately abut a problem that takes them being really creative and flexible with how they're going to approach it. Okay, so number one, what do I see? We cannot see our own drama often. And when we're in a group setting, when there's other people that are talking or getting coached, when they're working through it in some capacity, what I often see happen is that Because you're not as attached to their problem and the way they're presenting it, you can, number one, you can see it very clearly what they're talking about, and it's easier for you to see how it might apply in your life. So oftentimes when you are directly getting coached or you're directly talking, yes, you're getting advice and help and ideas, but it's almost even better when someone else is talking about things because you can see it clearly and you can apply it to yourself. So there's that first benefit. Number two It's really about a growth mindset. You get ideas that you would never get otherwise because other people are always going to be thinking and strategizing in a different way. And so if you're sitting there siloed in your own house, you're in your own room doing your planning, you never get ideas, you get a little stagnant, right? Like everyone knows water that's sitting around is not great. Like there's some some bad mosquitoes can come around. We can get some really bad waterborne illnesses. (laughs) doctor in me, right? Stagnant things are not good. Stagnant emotions, when things can't flow out, we end up erupting. There's a lot of things that don't come great for that. So for there to be this growth mindset, growth takes energy. It takes different fertilization with different thoughts. It it takes a certain environment. And that is what tends to happen in these, these higher level rooms where everyone's really wanting to work toward getting to the next level. I'm going to give you an example here. I was on a recent group coaching call and basically part of what was being talked through is what a lot of us struggle with where we are just super over busy 24 seven. And, and a lot of specifically moms and people that have very busy businesses will sort of hold on to this and say, but when's it all going to get done? When's the house going to get clean? And when am I going to get in the exercise? And, and, you know, there's just like, they see no way out. Right. And what the coach asked is, what do you want to be present for? And this was was great. It just showed me a different angle on things. It showed me, yes, I can't do it all, but what do I actually want to be present for? And so that kind of helped me to think about my own life and to think, okay, I do want to be present with my husband, my son, my stepkids, my, you know, taking care of my patients. Those are the things I want to be present for. But as far as cleaning the house, maybe I can farm out cleaning that. If someone else has a business, I can pay them for that. I can get that time taken off my hands, that stress taken off my hands. And again, it's when you're feeling very locked into things, 
When someone's asking you that kind of open-ended question or asking someone else in the group, it really helps you to see what the possibilities are differently. We need flexibility to be able to get through these different obstacles that are going to pop up. There are always obstacles in life. It is not going to stop. So you thinking that you're going to be able to figure out this food thing, you're going to be able to figure out your weight and it's all going to be good. It's not going to be the case for life. So there's always going to have to be adaptations and changing and creativity. Like something I hear very often is that people get sick of the food they eat. They get sick of it, right? They figure out something that works, they're losing weight, and then they just, they don't want to eat it anymore. And so instead of making that a problem, oftentimes if you're in a group and there's this growth mindset going on, it's, it's, it's about asking questions in a different way and coming at the problem in a different way. Maybe this is not an action line item, meaning exactly, you know, physically the ingredients that I'm using. Maybe it's the way in which I'm thinking about it. How could I make this easier on myself? How could I like it more? How could I make it more mindful in the kitchen? How could I, you know, there's all these different things. What do you want to be present for? What do you not? Maybe it's something where you want to farm that task out to someone, or maybe you want to take more ownership of it, but it's thinking about it in a different way that's going to be helpful. Okay. The third thing, and this is quite possibly I should have made number one, It's the sense of community. So if you look at how a lot of people come into this, everybody feels very isolated with this. You feel like you're the only one that is suffering to this extent with it. I and I, I always share my own stories because I feel like that's kind of how we break down that this is some novel thing happening. I can't tell you how many coaching calls I've been on and I just cry that, I, well, I'm working so hard, yet this is the only thing that's happening. And it's funny because with patients, I have such clarity to tell them, this is expected, this is normal, look how much you're doing. You know, I can reframe for them. But for me, sometimes I feel like, well, I'm the only one that's going through this. And when you're in a community You can see other people going through that and you say, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. So this is if you follow it all, Kristen Neff's work on self-compassion. There's three different points that she kind of says with her research that make up self-compassion. One of them is common humanity. We're all in this together. We're not alone. Yet we often feel that way. Why are these things happening to me? Why, Why are my genetics failing me? Why am I having to struggle with this? Why is this so hard? And so when you're in a community you can see that this is not true. There are other people that go through this or you hear, oh, interesting, look, that, that's how it is for them. And, and here's my version of hard. You get, to, you get to get that sense. And this is hugely comforting for people, usually to know that they're not alone, right? To just know I'm, I'm not the only one who's struggling with this. There are answers. There is a way. There's a different way to get through this. So there are a million things that I could say about why coaching is needed, and specifically, I think, group coaching, but just in general, why we need this. Number one, we're going to be able to see things more clearly. And it's not about saying we're wrong or we need to thought swap or we need to just like instantly think differently, but we're able to a little bit step out of the drama. We're able to see things from a different perspective. We're able to have some of that growth mindset. We get ideas. We get things in a way that we weren't before. Have any have any guys ever seen that example where if you do a stick drawing of a house with like a pointy roof, how if you look at it from one side, it looks this way. If you look at it from the top, it looks a different way and you wouldn't be able to tell it's a house. That's what we're trying to do here is we're trying to create that flexibility of looking at things in a different way. And that's that's really hard often for us to do that if it's not something that we've built out prior. Once we start to get into these things, we start to ask questions differently. I had a coaching client one time tell me, oh, like I never built out the the coaching language skill for myself of asking myself these questions in this way. 
right? And so that was really what like unlocked it for her is that she'd start to ask herself questions in a different way. And then number three, that sense of community of really realizing I'm not in this by myself. There are other people that go through this. Getting to benefit from that, there's really this this concept of kind of a group think, sort of a group mastermind where like everyone's together giving each other ideas and in it. I just want to throw that out there that if you're someone that maybe you've been struggling for a while and you feel like, but I'm I'm implementing what the doctor says and I'm doing what objectively should get me results, right? Sometimes you need to do things in a different way. And if the con- all the conventional stuff worked, we wouldn't be in this position where we need other other options. I just want to throw that out there, that if this is something you're needing, that is what we are going to do starting the second week in October. That is when part of my Blood Sugar Mastermind, if you sign up for that, that small group, that we're really going to dig into this. And I hope that you get to experience some of the closeness. I know a lot of the groups that I've either led or that I've been part of I look forward to those every single week. It's in my calendar. I block the time off. I'm excited. I'm gonna, I want to give you an example. Right now, I'm currently in one, and it meets Thursday morning. So I knew it was coming up. You know, I signed up for it. I literally blocked my schedule and making sure to, that I didn't have to like right away hop off the call and get on with a patient. So I literally blocked my schedule accordingly. I made sure that, okay, that morning I'm going to take a walk. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I really prioritized that this is going to be the thing that's going to help me these next, you know, 12, 16 weeks, however long it, it, it is that we're going to be in it. And I want you to think about, do I need to commit to something like that to just help me with this next stage, to see if there's something that I'm missing, to see if there's something else? That is what we're trying to do. The other thing is, I should have put this number four, you generally go deeper in a group. What I've noticed is when you're just sitting there passively learning, it's very like surface level. But then when you get in a group, someone's going to bring up something that a little bit goes under the surface. And those are typically the things where the most transformation results happen because you're not staying at the surface level 24-7. All right, so I just want to say that whether it's my group, whether it's another group, there are so many great groups out there. There are so many great areas where you can get this kind of support. And I just want you to open up to if this type of an environment would be helpful for you along your metabolic health journey. All right, I hope you have a great rest of the week and we'll talk soon.